everybody. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sisters podcast, where we give you our point of view. Today, I'm joined by my sister, Sabrina Wood. Whoop. Yvette Blackman Tong. Hello. Sorry. We've been having a good time before we even got on this show today. We are proud members of the Trek Geeks Network, and we are so glad to bring you this show today and show you some Geordie love. We're going to give out some Geordie love on the show today. Geordie LaForge is a man. He's the unsung hero, and we're going to talk all about him. And that fine, fine, fine man, LeVar Burton. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Before we get into all of that, we're going to let you know about some upcoming events that Sci-Fi Sisters are going to be participating in. So get your radio set. Tune the dial to the Women at Warp Idic Podcast Festival. That's right. Tune the dial. I said tune the dial because I showed my age. We're all just like, tune what dial? That (laughs) dial. Where's the dial? The dial in your head. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Jesus, keep up, people. All right. We're going to be... (laughs) You're OG. You are OG. Uh, We're going to be participating in the Women at Warp Idic Podcast Festival. So look for us on that. That's coming up soon. And also, we hope that uh, we'll see you all at AwesomeCon in Washington, D.C. on August 20th to the 22nd. We'll be there with bells on. But in between that, we're going to be in Vegas, y'all. Hey, five-year mission. Woohoo! Go ahead. Somebody tell tell the folks what we'll be doing in Vegas. Well, uh, what we're going to have is a uh, meetup on Wednesday at 6 p.m. We'll be at the I-Bar. So hopefully you'll come and join us and meet us and have a few drinks, have a few laughs, you know, get to know each other because we really want to meet everybody from the mothership. And then we'll be working with the Trek Geeks Network, um, our Trek Geeks Network. Um, So we'll be in the vendor's room. Um, Also, Trek Geeks is having a big party on Friday. Yay! (laughs) Uh, You had to get your tickets already, but I believe there are new tickets that are going to be announced soon. So keep your ears and eyes open on the uh, Trek Geeks Network, Trek Geeks website, and Camp Kittimer on Facebook. That's going to be so much fun. Yes. yes. I'm going to be jealous. I, I, I'm expecting um, some live chats going on with me from Vegas. I want somebody to hit me up on Duo yeah. or something or WhatsApp and, and, uh, and clue me in because sadly I won't be able to go. Um, yeah, we're going to be, it's going to be a three, threesome in Vegas. It's going to be <laughs> Sabrina, Fran, and Yvette are going to be in Vegas. JD and Tamia are going to be holding down the fort in Virginia and DC. So we'll all be in, we'll all be in at Austin awesome Con. Con. So. All of us. Mm-hmm. All of us. All five sci-fi sisters. Yep. So we have panels on Saturday and Sunday. So check us out there. Yep. And we're really excited about that. And this is going to be a fun summer. I'm really excited to get back into conventions and seeing people again, you know. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a partial yes? I want to get out of this room. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) get out of my corner. (laughs) 
Anyway, so, okay. Yeah. So today, our guide through the Geordie love is going to be Sabrina Wood. Take it away, Miss Sabrina Wood. All right, everybody. So as you know, we are looking forward to a week of Jeopardy with LeVar Burton coming up at the end of July. And we are so excited for that. I want you guys to all tune into that because we are going to break the freaking channel or whatever it is that Jeopardy comes on because I haven't been watching it because I just am not a Jeopardy person. Don't judge me. I watch it from home. I watch it from home. Hey, I like Alex. Judging. But now that Okay, now that I've been judged, <laughs> I want to make this a full court press for LeVar Burton, and we want to get him that whole spot, because the sci-fi is going to have something to say about this if he don't get it. And before I just go off on this, but um, we're going to do this show about Mr. LeVar Burton, because we truly do love him. He is a great person. And just doing a little bit of the research, you know, so I was uh, cl- you know, clear on everything about Jordy LaForge and LeVar I came away thinking I knew this man and am more impressed with everything that he has done for reading, for the arts, for humanitarian things that I could ever say. So, Mr. Burton, if you're listening, and, and we know, we you, know are, you, are, you are, we love you, LeVar. We love you so hard. Oh, my God, we sure do. So. We're going to get this started with this trip down memory lane about Jordy LaForge. Um, so I personally am a huge fan of Jordy LaForge because in another another incantation of myself, I am on a USS holder and I am in the engineering department. Yay, Ensign Wood, engineer the USS holder. And so I love engineers and I love all the engineering shows. And so when we said we were going to do this love fest for Jordy, I said, this is great because you've got like the warp, the warp room, the, warp, oh, <laughs> the engine room, the engine room <laughs> feature. I got, I got dinged because of my exam with Starfleet. I, I called it the warp room. I still passed, but you know, Yvette's still <laughs> making fun of me for saying that. I got nervous. I got nervous. But anyway, so, so Jordy has some really great highs. And then he has some really great lows. And then he has some <laughs> really bizarre things that have happened to him on the seven years on the show. And now what's really interesting about this is that everybody knows Jordy, at least everyone listening to the sound of our voices. They know him as they know him from this show. They know LeVar from this show as being Jordy LaForge. But he came into my world as Kunta Kinte when he did Roots. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And believe it or not, he was doing Reading Rainbow before he was doing Next Gen. So, yeah, which I I didn't even know that. That was something I, I knew that was. because that was my generation. Okay, uh, you know. So, so this is I, like you know, sort of like he was already a huge star when yeah. this show oh, yeah, was yeah. starting. He was. He was the there. He, he was, was the there. Star. Yeah, he yeah. was their only big name star yeah. when yeah. when Next Gen started. Nobody, yeah. nobody knew. Nobody knew who Patrick Stewart was. Right. <laughs> nobody right. in America, at least, nobody knew who America Patrick knew Stewart was. was. He was people in England knew Patrick Stewart. Unless you watched I, Claudius, uh, Masterpiece Theater back in the day when I did. But even then, he only was in a couple of episodes and he was Sejanus. If you guys are feeling me on that. Our generation knew him as the guy from Dune. He was that guy in Dune. That's all. That's yeah. Right. Exactly. uh, LeVar Burton was the star. Right. So, yeah. And it's really interesting because, you know, he goes from uh, Lieutenant JG and the navigator. And as Yvette pointed out, Still only showed the head of blind navigator. <laughs> right. 
We love it. We love Star Trek. We love it, you know, because that showed the possibilities of what could happen. Don't be, you know. Absolutely. And we're going to get into that visor in a, in a little bit later because that visor was key on a lot of episodes. But we love Jordy. Good and bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. So we love Jordy coming in as the navigator, as a J- uh, Lieutenant um, JG. We love him getting promoted to Lieutenant. And then he becomes Lieutenant Commander, Head of Engineering, and the whole big ball of wax. And we finally see him as a captain. So let's go through this. I'm going to start with you, Yvette. Tell me, what's your favorite i mean if you have to get one geordie episode which one is it gonna be oh she's making faces like oh she can't even didn't you read the notes girl i said i was gonna ask you this. <laughs> uh <laughs> let's see I, you know which one i like my favorite geordie one it really doesn't help him but he when he gets trapped when he gets captured by the romulans yeah i mean i like that one I don't think it has anything to do with Jordy, but I like that one. No, um, the mind's eye. Yeah, I think so. Mind's eye. He gets kidnapped yeah, by the. I, I like the. I just like the fact that you get to see Jordy. It's not that he gets kidnapped by the Romulans. So in the beginning, he's in the shuttle crap shuttle pod, and um, shuttle. I can't even say it right, but you know what I'm talking about. So he's in is there in the talking to. Yeah, right. So he's in the shuttle pod and he's talking about talking up to the computer. You know, he's finally relaxing and his fun time is doing word problems and uh, engineering word problems and games with the computer. And that's who Jordy is. And I like that we see just Jordy. We know he's that geek. We know he's that guy. But I I like I always love that part. Um I like seeing Jordy that way. He's he's really he's really in his element there. You know, he's not awkward. You know, he's not trying to get some guy, some girl's eye or anything like that. But he's just Jordy, and I like that. You know, I, that's what I like about Star Trek. You get to see people in their natural element and stuff like that. So, what I think of a favorite, I always think of that one. But just that part, I just like that that fact that he's his his fun is chilling out with the. Yeah, he computer. seemed completely comfortable by himself. Extremely comfortable. Do you ever see him that comfortable? No. I, just, I love that one. You're right. Yeah, he was definitely chilled back. And I love it. Yeah, I love that one. I didn't think of that, but that's that's cool. So, Tamia, which one is your absolute favorite? You can even give us just a favorite Jordy moment. I don't, you know, I have a really hard time narrowing it down um, because, well, there's. <laughs> There's two that I, I really like that I think show um, Jordy at his best, like why I love Jordy so much. But I guess I'll, I'll go with um, Identity Crisis. Really? In, in season four. Um, I love that episode as a Jordy episode because it really shows like the heart of Jordy, which is he is such a good friend. You know, he knows how to be, he was like, Jordy was the one I wanted to be friends with. Jordy would make friends with the unpopular kid, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and invite that kid to sit at the lunch table with him, you know, um, like, so like, you know, Jordy just, it, he, he shows compassion. He's a good friend. You Unless know? you're Reg. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so that's what I liked about, I liked, um, I liked how he, that, I liked how you got to see uh, Jordy just being a regular, normal person with a woman, like regular and normal. Yeah, that was. And 
and and and also how like he was demonstrating this is how we do friendship this is how we do a good friend you know yeah that was one of his crewmates from the hood and so they had been friends for a while and this year's on the ship coming to one jody if you don't remember this one identity crisis is the one where he turns into the creature and for me that has one of the creepiest holodeck moments when they were trying to figure out what was going on and they went to the holiday the shadow ate, and the shadows oh, showed yes. up oh, i yeah. nearly yeah, yeah, jumped yeah. out of my chair yeah yeah, yeah yeah wow yeah that was creepy. poor jordy i was like oh my god so that was that yeah, i, I like that, that was that was a good one yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's a good one that's a really good really, one yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there's so many episodes half the time you have to be like oh yeah what? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was really hard, like, especially with Jordy, because he's such a main character. It's hard Mm -hmm. to narrow down what's your favorite, you know, because I have a lot of favorite moments of him with with his interactions with Data, you know, and I really (laughs) think that that's where a lot of that friendship shines through, you know, is, 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 is between the two of them. Yeah. Well, my favorite one as, um, It is relics. Number one, because it brings Scotty back. You know, you know, this T-O-S-O-G is going to go back to that one. But the thing I like about this one so much is that it shows Jordy's skill at being in command. And I love that about him because if you think about it, he was in command a couple of times where he actually got, you know, he was sitting in the chair and he was in command. And it was another one called, um, the arsenal of freedom where you see Jordy on the battle bridge and they separate the saucer section. And my boy took care was, of that. Yeah. Yeah. He I thought that was like timeless or something. Yeah. Where he separates the saucer section. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And Picard gives him that. He gives him that kudos. He's like, Mr. LaForge, bring the ship back to me the way I gave it to you. And they mm-hmm. just stood in the back and they watched Jordy fly back and put it together. I was like, I cry every time. I cry every time, and I was like, "Oh, Jordy is so good." But then here, when he's got the Janolan, I mean, he just figures this out with Scotty, and they are just doing the do. And he was so calm. And when he calls Captain Picard and goes, "Captain Picard, I'm holding the door open," <laughs> like, of course you are, Jordy, because you're Jordy, because you're cool. And I really <laughs> wish that they had done a couple more with Jordy had the chair. That that because I, I loved it when he yeah. had the chair. Yeah. So that's my favorite one, my favorite Jordy moment. Because when you you're talking about that that episode, you know where he separates the saucer section too. Like he really, that was his first command. Yeah, yeah, that was his first command, and he had to deal with um, he had to deal with uh, crewmates who didn't want to accept his leadership. Oh, and, you know, of course, you know, a sister looking at that was like, you know, the, the way that we read that as black people watching that, we know that, especially black people who have ever had to take command of anything before. You know, there are people who are resistant and resentful at the fact that you have some power over them and you got to fight through that and demonstrate your your good sense and why people chose you to be in the position that you're you were chosen for in the first place. I was like, I loved it. He just did it so good. 
yeah, my boy even took over the ready room. I love that part because he just he told this guy what to do. Logan, um, the chief engineer, Logan, who, you know, there was like three or four chief engineers in the first year of the show. Like, he's I know, interchangeable right? chief engineer. They had the woman at one point and then they had it was like spinal tap. Guy. I was I was counting them like it's, it's just that they were going to blow up. Then they killed the, then they killed one. Then they got killed. I was like, I tell you, it's like red shirt red shirt time over there in engineering for a while. What is going on? So, yeah, so Logan comes running up to the bridge and he tells Jordy that, you know, he's not the one. I'm the lieutenant. You're just a JG. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take over. Jordy's like, "Uh uh-uh. And then sent him down someplace else and walked into the ready room and looked out the window like he was Picard. I said, okay, I love when Jordy's in command. (laughs) So, I mean, okay, so those are, those are some, okay, so I have another thing about Jordy that I really loved, and you touched on it to me. He is really the guy that befriends the, you know, the outsiders and the outliers and the ones that nobody else can take, which this is why in Velux, I really kind of wondered why they had him be so mean to Scotty at one point. I mean, I kind of understood it, but I think it was really unchar- uncharacteristic of Jordy to have mm-hmm. snapped that scotty like that because jordy is such a lovable guy and he's always making excuses and helping everybody even in that woman we were talking about being on the battle bridge he was really talking his people up so um talk let's talk about barkley (laughs) about jordy and barkley he's the only one (laughs) that can take that man i don't know well remember he didn't he didn't want to be bothered with him at first so you know, Picard kind of had to talk him into that because Jordy is kind of arrogant. Um, That's when true. It comes he didn't to like that. Barkley. He snapped. Yeah, yeah he, he was done with him. He did. He snapped at Barkley. I mean, Jordy is very arrogant when it comes to. I mean, in a good way because that's who he is. He's the chief engineer and he's on the flagship. So he is the, he is the chief engineer out there. So he wants everything to work right, and he doesn't want anybody, you know getting in the way of that so i guess that know. explains why he snapped at scotty because Scotty right. was in there messing with his dilithium exactly and right. he didn't snap at scotty until then right. um because he was cool with you know he was trying to he's like this guy i'm gonna give him all the props he needs but when he started getting in the way and started messing with stuff he was like listen <laughs> you can't be doing all of this and he's the same way with barkley and i mean he deserved they both deserve to be snapped at i mean it, it wasn't like he did it on purpose but I thought it was uncharacteristic for Jordy when he was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I need him to go. <laughs> Get rid of him. I don't want nothing to do with him. And Booker was like, listen, that's not the way we work here. You know, we have to like everybody and make sure he's, you know, doing well, all of that. So that's how Jordy and um Barkley became friends. Then they became really good friends and he was very good for, for Barkley's uh confidence. But yeah. Um, he accepted Barkley because Barkley showed him that he really was a good engineer. Right. And that's right. all that that's all that matters to um to Jordy. You know, make make sure I don't don't mess with my engine room. Don't mess with it. Because I'm not playing with you when you start messing with my engine room. Yeah, you that's come down you here. Yeah. I'm chief engineer. When you come down in here. Right. Because I mean, I don't remember <laughs> what episode it was, but I remember the episode when he was trying to make sure he had point one variants over the some other chief engineer at an, on another oh, starship. Yeah. You know, it was like crazy stuff. I was like, oh boy, they're really into it, you know. So, you know, he's serious when it comes to those with that, um, his his engi- engineers and his um engine room. So, you know, I think he doesn't really snap at people until they're not doing they're not up to speed or they're just messing with his, 
you know, his uh his his domain. Because right. that's what he that's he's the captain down there. You know, that's his that's his domain and you know it is the enterprise. So it is it is the flagship, like you said, it is the flagship. flagship. We're not having any mess going on over here. Yes, so sir. The other relationship that I want to talk about a little bit is the one that he has with our favorite Android data. Data. <laughs> data. 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 <laughs> no, doctor, it's data. It's and, okay, so this threesome. <laughs> okay, I have one of my one of my one of my episodes that I have down here in the notes is the threesome that goes into the holodeck, and you know all kinds of. Comedy ensues. Elementary Mr. Data with Miss Miss Data Pulaski <laughs> and Data. And the first time we see Jordy as Watson going into and now here's another time when Jordy snaps. And I loved it. When they go to play, you know, Sherlock Holmes and Data's got it all set up. And um, you know, they get them, they get all dressed and everything, and they're sitting there, and Data just solves the whole mystery. And Jordy doesn't get to say anything. And he's like, I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not your sidekick, buddy. Right? No. <laughs> what kind of fun is this? He's, I thought we right. were going to solve the crime. You already know everything. Nah, nah, nah. And then Jordy says the magic words make a villain that can outsmart data. And I just yeah. went, what did you do? <laughs> They're always doing something. It's always them. Yeah, with our engineer that created Moriarty. Moriarty. So I, I'm a Sherlock Holmes fan. I've actually been to this house on, you know, 221B Baker Street. I went inside. I got my little hat and everything. Just totally love Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I actually love these episodes. But um, I you're just not, thought was... You're not alone. I love these episodes, too. I think they're a lot of fun. <laughs> and Pulaski. Pulaski starts her mess in that one. So, you know, she's telling... I mean, she's number one, she's eavesdropping on the conversation. Because the data and data and Jordy are just talking about the thing, and then here come Pulaski putting her two cents in. Well, you know, he's just an android; he can't figure anything out anyway. And I'm like, oh my god, no wonder everybody hates this woman. But <laughs> <laughs> I hate her so much that I have never—I haven't watched that episode in years. I think I don't even know what happens in the episode anymore because I could not—I could not take her. Well, I, she's I, the one that starts the bet. She makes a bet saying that you know he did. That, that data can't figure out any kind of scenario where he doesn't know the answer. And then Jordy gets in it. And ah. the next thing we know, the ship's in trouble and everybody's all messed up. And I'm like, God <laughs> dog it. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm, that a, holodeck. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I don't hate Pulaski at all. I don't I, hate I, him either. I, but. She started off rough, but I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a Pulaski fan, oh. you know, because I, I, I think I, well, that's a separate podcast, but I, I think that she's been judged very harshly. Yes. And I think that if there was a man playing that role that way, that most of that Dr. judgment. McCoy. Right, well, that, yeah, you, I agree with you. You know, I that totally most of that judgment you, yeah. would not have come down on her. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I have the same judgment for him. So. Oh, she's Dr. The McCoy. Worst. And he, <laughs> he is, is the, the worst. worst. I mean, God, I can't. Uh, he is always... the most racist. Mm. I mean. I mean, how, never mind. That's a different podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. One of these days, we're going to have to. Yeah, because he to, is. Mm, I know. Uh, 
watching TOS now and listening to him be in Spock's face, every time Spock is sitting in that chair, he's got something to say to Spock about how he's commanding the ship. I said, Pulaski never did that. No. No, she never played. And not only that, but she continued to learn. She learned every episode and she grew as a character, you know. And she did say, no. No, she wasn't the bust them up person. Somebody else. Yes, said. she did. Did she yeah, say bust them up? Yeah, yeah she was the one. Okay, yeah. okay I will forever I love her for that. It, what was the name of that? Um, the, the game. One, the, the, fingers, game. the skill. The, no, oh, not the game. No, no, not yeah, the game. Not, no. not the episode, the game. Not the game. Stratagema. Stratagema, yes. So we will forgive Pulaski for giving us. He busted them up. I wish, I wish, listeners, that you could see what we were, because we were all sitting here wiggling our fingers. You're like, you know, the one with the fingers. And we're wiggling our fingers at each other in the screen. You know. Oh my goodness. So anyway, so I I did look so I did love the two Sherlock Holmes episodes. Only two. It's just um Elementary Mr. Data and then we have the second one, Ship in a Bottle, where Moriarty comes back and is Barkley this time instead of Pulaski. And he's the one that's uh with them trying to figure out how they're gonna get this guy off the ship. <laughs> That's the one where, yeah, well, okay, we digress on, on, yeah, Moriarty comes back, he tries to take over the ship again. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) They're all down in engineering, they're all down messing in Geordie's domain in that holodeck. I'm like, y'all need to get out that holodeck. (laughs) Okay, so now, we we mentioned Data, and and I do think that his friendship with Data was really interesting, because he was the one that was truly helping Data become human the thing that data wanted to do and i think um the the whole idea even right up to nemesis when the two of them were you know trying to get that ship done and you know data dies i mean i felt so bad for geordie when that all happened because that i mean geordie really was a friend of data he was like this is somebody that i will miss and this is a buddy and you know he wasn't real but you know, i'm sounding like pulaski I, exactly. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It wasn't real. You need Data. to, you Data need to walk too. that back right yeah. quick. Wow. I heard Pulaski come out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Data said more than once that Jordy was his best friend. Yeah. I feel like you can't have a conversation about either one of them without the other. Right. You no. know, there's, they're so intertwined. That's um, the problem I have with Picard. That, uh, I'm like, who's watching these shows that they put these people together? But all right. But that Jordy huh? wasn't there? Jordy wasn't there. I'm like, how is Jordy not there and we're talking about data? Oh. Yeah. But you know. Oh yeah, no, you have to have him in there because he doesn't have to be the star of the show, but I mean, we should have seen him, you know. But I also think it's arguable the stance that they took in Picard that the data's most meaningful relationship was Picard. You know, I mean, that's pretty much what they were saying. Like, yeah, you know, that's what they were saying. Yeah. And, you know, and I think I would beg to differ. Me too. You know, I think his most meaningful relationship was with Jordy. Mm-hmm. Picard was not the one holding Data's hand all the time, walking him through the ins and outs and intricacies of human psychology and and human rituals. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he, like Picard was not the one explaining human beings to Data and helping him 
helping his friend on his quest for whatever he wanted to be. You know, it was Jordy. It was Jordy. And and you could say Picard probably did that, but as a captain, as a superior. Right. As a, as a mentor. Jordy did it as a mentor where Jordy was his battle buddy, his friend. Right. They and were to, they were they worked together. You know, they went on vacations together. You right. know, it was that type of thing, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, Jordy, Jordy was there every day with right. data. Right, 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 you know, right. I mean, Picard was there, too. But like you said, it was different. like they weren't hanging out after hours. Mm-hmm. It was, no. you know, Jordy and data. He didn't, he didn't, call, he didn't call him Jean-Luc. He called right. him Captain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he called him, Jordy called data, data, data called Jordy, Jordy. You know, they didn't say commander or, you know, lieutenant commander or anything like that. It was first names all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the one, one of the scenes I really like with um, Data and Jordy was when he was take when, jo- when Data decided he was going to learn how to paint. And Jordy came in to look at the painting that he was painting. And Jordy's got the visor. Now, this is what really struck me. You know, Jordy's got the visor on and he's trying to look at these paintings. And I just said, this is such a Star Trek moment. I just don't even, you know, only <laughs> only in Star Trek can we have a blind man looking at an android trying to paint a paint <laughs> picture. I said, this is like, okay, writer's room. You, you guys went right there with it. I love it. I loved it. <laughs> oh, I know what I, I knew. I was trying to think of the one time when Jordy was not going to have a friend. It was him and Spot. <laughs> he said he was going to kill her. I was like, wow. Spot was in trouble with a lot of people. Yeah, but Jordy went under, it was going under the bed to go get that cat. Mm-hmm. I was like, oof. All right. And yeah, because they went spotted tore up his room or something when he was watching the cat or something like that. Well, I was just watching Timescape before we did this to do the show. Um, and that's the that's one we yeah, my they, second they favorite up, one. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. and the show starts with Riker getting some head damage taken yeah. care of. And, yeah. and you know, Spot. Crusher says, Oh, you playing Parisi Squares? He said, No, I was trying to feed Spot. <laughs> that damn cat. <laughs> I don't need, I, that cat was a he or she. I don't know a they. I don't know what that cat it was, was. A she because the spot saved the whole spot. Oh, that's right. Ship. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. And uh, yeah, but then I, I, there were many times when they would call it a he, but it was a she. I think. Well, that was the thing though. They were they were surprised when spot. <laughs> right. Pregnant. They were surprised oh, when okay. spot got pregnant. They okay. thought that spot was a guy. At first, and then Spot got pregnant, and like, oh, oh Spot's no. a gal. All right, I'm bringing this back yeah. to Jordy. <laughs> so let's talk Can, about the. the I, one. I wanted. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I wanted Go ahead. to ask you guys what you think about um, Jordy's role in a particular one. I wonder if it's the same one that you were about to ask about. I bet it is because one of my. The one that I didn't say is my all time one of my all time favorite Jordy episodes is I Borg. Oh no, I was gonna say something else. Go ahead. Yeah, with Hugh and how Jordy really um I mean it's 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 Dr. Crusher and Jordy both at first, you know, bringing Hugh along. They have that Dr. Crusher, Jordy and Hugh have that moment in I Hugh where yeah. they name, where they teach each other their names. Mm-hmm. Right. And they name Hugh. But after that, it's really Jordy. Yes. 
who defends Hugh, who recognizes Hugh's individuality and really steps out on a limb and, and pushes back against everybody on the, the, the plan that everybody had agreed on. Jordy has the courage to say this isn't right. This is not right. Another reason why Jordy should have been in Picard. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought they exactly. so dropped that ball by not yeah. having him in that. He didn't even ask, how's my friend? Which he always did. How's my yeah. friend Jordy? Great. Yeah. Right. When he saw Picard, that should have been the first thing he said. Right. Exactly. Or otherwise, you know, there would have been no Hugh. He wouldn't have been on the reclamation project. He wouldn't have been anywhere. He would have been on that planet and they would have been harvesting some parts when they came back to get him. That's yes. what you There would have been no reclamation been. project. Like there would have been no idea of a reclamation right. project without Hugh right. and without Jordy befriending Hugh. Exactly. And sticking up for Hugh, making mm-hmm. sure that, you know, he had his chance to say, you know, he didn't want to go back or whatever, you know, you know, to, to just to be Hugh. Right. To be Hugh and to have his own choice. Mm-hmm. So I think I that one kind of got me that, you know, that's in my head scratcher. Like, how did you not get Jordy in any of the first season of Picard? And don't come up and tell me he's going to be in the second season or the third season. No, you need to have him in the first season when he was alive and now you killed him off. And OK. I'm calming down. True. <laughs> all true. All facts. Yep. So okay, where's I, the lie? Where's the lie in that? You <laughs> missed the chance. So I have another episode that I want to talk about where I think they dropped the ball. And I would love to revisit this episode with us. Just a change in the character. So Tamia, you've got that look on your face. I think you know where I'm going now. Maybe. Booby trap. Oh, no. See, I thought it was going to be a different one. (laughs) Okay, Booby Trap uh, perennially gets kind of dissed by a lot of people because they don't like this episode. But I actually like this episode. And this is the one where he cooks up Leah Brown in the holodeck. This is the holodeck Leah Brown. Yeah, this is the holodeck Leah Brown's. Right, and they're trying to get out of that that, uh, field where they're stuck in whatever, you know. So... um, one of the things that we have learned in all of our research here is that that character was originally intended to be the daughter of Dr. Daystrom. That's who she was supposed to be. But then the casting department cast her and they cast this very capable white woman to be, you know, this girl. And then someone actually remembered that Dr. Daystrom was black and they now had a white actress and she was showing up on the set. So they had to rewrite the script and make her just this totally unrelated person. And I always thought that they had missed such a good chance, but that blunder would have made this episode 20 times better if she had been the daughter of Dr. Daystrom. Exactly. I don't see why they didn't even have to change the actress, really. I mean, I would rather actress get work, but I mean, they really didn't have to change the actress. Yeah. I mean, she looked like, I mean, I... For years, I yes. had to. I had to look and 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 I was like, "Is she you, mixed?" You and you know? every other black person going, "Yeah, but like, mm-hmm. is she one of us?" <laughs> I think she's one. I think she might be one of us. Somewhere. You know? <laughs> well, okay, but they, we don't know what she's supposed to be playing. But she wasn't playing Doctor Daystrom's daughter. Definitely not William Marshall. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> that, that hurts me every time I think about it. You yes, know, because. Not only could that have added so much more richness to the Daystrom history and name, but, you know, just to see um, another 
intelligent, competent, very highly qualified black person in Trek with a really meaty, substantive role to play in the Trek yeah, universe. Exactly. Yeah. You know, not just background walking around in the mm. background, you know. Um, I, it, it hurts to think about it still now. Uh. You know, it makes me mad every time. Like, you seriously, you asshole, you really <laughs> couldn't just oh my god who yeah. did this you know and 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 i don't know how much of a mistake it was you know how do you not know who the character is supposed to be oh well you're a oh. casting director you know oh. who you're supposed to be casting for wait. i mean that's what i think wait aren't you the one that told me something crazy about dr daystrom that you didn't know. know yeah you? I don't know. What you did didn't know that Dr. That Daystrom that they were talking about was... Oh, for years. I didn't know that Daystrom was black. <laughs> right. Because oh, you didn't, I... Oh, okay. You didn't if watch, you haven't watched TOS, TOS you, don't, yeah, you yeah, yeah. don't know that Daystrom is black. Right. You don't. That's what there's I think. No, and, and I never... I agree. And I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah, so, okay. I, so I that's why I'm looking I at you. Like, exactly how are you saying that? Because you didn't but I'm know just it was because black you work for the enterprise because there's a <laughs> character description. The enterprise. I'm on the flagship. <laughs> Not only do I work on the enterprise, I work for the enterprise. <laughs> All right, you should have cleaned that up. <laughs> I suggest all of you go back and watch The Ultimate Computer with William Marshall, where he plays the original Dr. Daystrom, and he is supposed to be the father of the woman that Geordie LaForge was channeling in the holodeck when he saved the ship from the booby trap. And that's all I'm trying to say. Okay, so, but also with the booby trap, it is a little cringy because, Ooh, yeah. you know, well, I guess that's an understatement <laughs> for real. <laughs> oh, it is. I mean, gosh, why, um, why, Jordy, why do you have to be so weird? You know, because <laughs> <laughs> I just got totally. Oh, well, it happens. Oh. It was weird. It was really it weird. Was. You know, was. I mean, and at first, like, I used to try to um, defend Jordy and be like, oh, people are just bringing their own pervy thoughts to this episode. And then I watched it again and again. And I'm like, no, it's just, no, it's bad. It's just, yeah, really, it really is bad. I mean, it's like, oh, I'm just going to make her be happy. And, and oh, all of a sudden, I'm going to realize that I like you, girl. <laughs> yeah it was definitely Jordy, definitely Jordy, a Jordy, cringy Jordy. moment so i don't think that having a different actress play her would have made this any less cringy maybe <laughs> what? so now that had been a sister see no that, <laughs> that's my point exactly because if they had kept her a sister that original script wouldn't have looked nothing like this <laughs> If that had been a sister, she would have given him one side eye, one time. <laughs> well, he was, programming her. he was programming her. Yeah, so he was programming her. And let like, me tell okay, you, that computer would have given him one that computer would have been like, I know how sisters are. I'm going to give you one side eye. This, this one does time. not compute. Your parameters are incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nope. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, we think I think that it would have been a whole different <laughs> show if that had been a sister playing Leah Brom in the first and in the second uh, second show. Definitely in the second. But um <laughs> oh yeah, definitely in the second one. Okay. Definitely. I mean I mean a oh, definite sister. I mean like not like maybe she is, maybe she isn't a sister. I mean a no, definite no, sister. Like, yeah. <laughs> so okay. So I have another question for you guys. Um, oh, do we have any more cringy moments that we want? Uh, yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, oh, I okay. So, unfortunately, I'm sorry. I don't know the name of this episode. It was definitely in the first season, and it was a Q episode. It wasn't Farpoint. It was the next Q episode. He gave uh, Riker powers. Oh yeah, um, oh, and he uh-huh. gave uh, Jordy the 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 sight. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, the first thing he does is look at Tasha and tell her how beautiful she is. And it just cringe. I mean, every time I see that, I'm like, I just, why? Why? Why, why? are we doing this? Why? why is this necessary? Why? You know, TNG why? writers right. in the first episode? Because but in the first I think season, it came right after Code of Ethics. So, I mean. I mean Code of Honor? <laughs> Code of whatever. Honor. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Such a, because those writers were on crack. I swear to God, they were. Yeah, they, they were on racial they didn't crack. Know, yes, they, <laughs> they didn't know any black people except for black people that worked for them. Yeah, and they knew, and they had women. I swear, I don't know what women they had around them, but they weren't doing their jobs either. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I, you're right. That was like a total. It was like that's the first thing you do, and the optics yeah. of that, you know, yeah, it was wasn't good. Yeah, I hear her. Honey, honey's like, let me in. Please yeah, let me in. She's not happy. Yeah. Well, even let her honey, in. Honey didn't like that episode. That's our, our Yvette's little baby doggy, honey, uh, that you hear in the background. She uh, wants to come yes, in and record yes. with us. <laughs> she does not like being separated from mommy. Or or the sci-fi sister. She loves no, our she, voices. She loves, she loves to record with us. <laughs> so do right. we have any more cringe that we want to get off of our just, just have to. I'm sure there is, but those are the major ones that I need to hit right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the rest, I think there's other cringe, but it, it falls in character with Jordy as, you know, that nerdy guy who's down down in the engine room, where these were just, I mean, just out of character. I mean, it just not necessary. I have one cringe, one of my favorite cringe. It's kind of like, and I just want to, I just want to point out one more thing. I'm sorry, one no, more thing. No, no, so, I'm loving this. So, I find that extremely cringy, not only because of the optics of that, but because it was the first season, and before that, we knew him as Kunta Kinte. Hello, right? Especially me. I, I, I can't speak for anybody else, but I did not want to see. I had a big problem with Jordy with this thing on on, on, eyes, on TNG because so I was this little kid who watched Roots I watched Roots by myself I oh, remember wow. those days watching it and I was in front of this little TV the only TV we had and I watched it and it enthralled me and Kuta can, when when you know everything that Kuta went through I went through um and then when I got to then TNG came on when I was older and I was like, is this Kuta? Is that Kuta Kinte? Because I really didn't watch Radiant Rainbow or anything like that, but I knew him as that and I always knew who LeVar Burton and it's just that when it just it just got to me when he's going to, oh, so you're going to put Kuta Kinte 
on a spaceship and then you're going to cover his eyes with something. And then the, and I don't think I even seen code of honor. I, but I saw that one and I'm like, wait, what is happening? How mm-hmm. is this? You know, it just, uh, and yeah. I really never watched. It took me a long time to come back to star Trek that, that show after yeah. that. So, I mean, first I've watched all hard. of them, but that first season and code of honor did not get me. I mean, I kind of liked code of honor when I first watched it. Because I was like, I don't know what's going on, but is this like I, I had to I didn't figure it out. I saw a, a bunch of black people uh, who had a, you know, it, they were, you know, African. I said, oh, these are Africans. What, what's happening? You know, but I had to watch it again to really figure out what the hell was going on there. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that that episode, uh, yeah, I was done. I didn't watch. I don't think I went back to TNG till probably the third season. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. I did not have that same reaction yeah. when I saw him on there because I don't know, because I guess because I had reading rainbow in the middle mm-hmm. or something. Probably. And, Probably, you yeah. know, and, you know, so I, and I don't think I was, I don't think I was really hip to that at that moment. You know, I, I was just like, Oh, okay. This is his new character. Mm-hmm. No, I, was, I was disappointed. But I did not like him. I did him. not like the fact that he, Re, the that I it was not lost on me though that they he gets his sight and the first thing he does is look at a white woman. Yep. You know that was not lost on me. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, I, and, I was... and that and that 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 definitely colors my Jordy perspective even to this day. I still like him, but I always think of that and. I kind of, I, I kind of sweep it away, and then you know enjoy. Yeah, because the rest I gotta of the lay stuff, that, I gotta there. lay that blame squarely where it lies, and that's yeah. with those writers. You know, yeah. that is, oh, yeah. that's you know, the character is not the character's fault, like how no. he was written. Right. You know, it taint, it taints the character in the beginning, um, because he was supposed to be the star. Um, you know, because I remember all of this. You know, I was, I think I was in college when this all was going on. I think it was my second or third, third year of college, and so I was. You know, and you know, back then we were all wearing those black African medallions, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it was all about you know black this and black that. And right. then we were like, "Damn, they're gonna put Kunta on this? What's happening? What is this?" We we were not feeling it. And then, of course, I love Star Trek, so I watched it, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> this is not good <laughs> at all." Uh, so it took me a while to get back to it. They had to redeem Jordy. Yeah, to get him off of that. They um, did. They did. Re- they did redeem him in the end. In the yeah. you know eventually, but that was not a good first season look for him. No, mm-hmm. and, I was disappointed when you know because it had been such a dry spell between TOS and then finally we got the movie and then finally okay now here we get TNG mm-hmm. and I'm all excited and I'm hearing like oh these people are going to be on Michael Dorn was a you know character actor in a couple of other things before he came on the show mm-hmm. and I said you got the two best looking men in the franchise and one you put a visor on them and the other one you put the head ridges on yeah. and I'm like and then you give me the bald white man what <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't love me some Patrick Stewart but it was a hard road to hoe the first couple okay. of episodes of Star Trek Next Generation because I was like why you got the brothers looking like this <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> and Michael Dorn is so oh. handsome Gosh, Even he in is. the hemorrhages, he had Troy and Jadzia and Esri, okay? But, but you know, Jordy, they just, like, 
I don't know why they did this to them. And even though that visor, and we're going to talk about the visor because the visor was also kind of cringy, good, super duper. But it was sort of like, oh my God, you're going to cover up those chocolate brown eyes and I can't see them for seven years. I could kill every one of you. But that's why I like that um, when Jordy came back in Voyager um, and uh, that episode Timeless and, uh, you know, no visor, which was nope. great, which was fantastic. And he was captain of his own right. ship. That is, no that is actually eyes. my favorite Jordy. It's yeah. Voyager. Yeah. That, that, that was my favorite Jordy too. That's, That's my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I love what Jordy grows into, you know, mm-hmm. we love, but I love being on the journey of, yes. of you know, uh, with Jordy as he grows up. Yeah. And let's talk about that timeless one because he even then was trying to talk the thing down. He was trying to de-escalate that situation with Chakotay. And I love those scenes that they had where he was like, Guys, better such you better power down that Delta flyer. I'm gonna have to do this. You know, Jordy was warning him, uh, but it, it was a great episode, and I and I I did love. He didn't have those freaking blue eyes in that one either, did he? Yeah, he did. It's like he did have them. Okay, yeah. Do anything? Just like why? Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, but at least he didn't have the had, eyes I know because they had to give some type of visual cue, I guess. You know, guess. to allude. To they just really freaked his... me out. I, visor was better. But um, okay, <laughs> so that's my that's my little okay. So the visor, it was kind of cool in a couple of things where, because of Jordy's visor, they got out of whatever whatever. Now you mentioned Mind's Eye, and I thought it was really great. What I loved about that one was that we kept seeing Jordy's point of view, and you know we were seeing how he sees everything in the infrared and all the different spectrums. Yeah, and that was, was really seeing, cool. Yeah. It, it was like, wow, this is how you see? Oh, my God. He was, it's he was not... telling that, yeah, the Picard was like, Picard was sitting there amazed. Like, I can't believe this is, Jordy's like, this is how I see all the time, you know? Well, that Everybody was, was, like, was that, that was the same one? one. Oh, mm. whoops, my no, bad. That one was. I always um, do that. That was the one where they, those Klingons were on the ship. And they had to go out and oh, go that's right. The mind's eye was the kidnapping one. Yeah, that was the kidnapping one. Yeah, but the visor came in in both of those where Jordy mm-hmm. was transmitting back to the ship onto the screen where he was seeing, and everybody was like, "This is how Jordy sees the world." And he was like, "Yeah, like what's the problem?" <laughs> <laughs> I so, love- so you guys remember that in the first scene, his first scene. No, not his first scene. Well, the first time he gets on the Enterprise, he goes to see Dr. Crusher. And the first thing she t- that she finds out is that he is in pain. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's been in pain ever since he had that thing. So he's been in pain until the D crashes, basically. Right. Right. He, yeah, yeah, and that's amazing. Until she, gives about. Him, until she gives him those new... Uh, eyes, those, mm-hmm. whatever they're called. So I always thought about that. I was like, he's in pain from the f- first time he we see him. He's always in pain, but he does everything he does. But they never come back to that again. Mm. You know, well, because she corrected it, right? No, and she took away the pain. Didn't nope. she take away the pain? She nope. didn't she offer? Oh, okay. She offered, but he said that he could if he if she if he dealt if she dulled it it wouldn't make it work anymore. Right. He, oh, would, right. he was going to okay. lose something if he, yeah. if she did it. Mm. Yep. Yeah. She offered to do all kinds of things. And because remember, and they didn't even, was it cause and effect? 
that was the whole thing. He used to always come back. I think he, some, it's, oh, his visor's always causing some problems. Because <laughs> he caused the problem in parallels, right? Yeah, parallels, he comes next he was, to, yeah, every time yeah. he comes up and yeah. every time Worf came near Geordie. It took me forever to shifted. figure that out. <laughs> I you know I watched it. I, it took me I, forever to figure that out. It really did. I thought that was a like, great one. That was one of my favorite yeah, ones. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a, good, a good, really one. good one. I haven't that's, watched that in a long time. That's a really good one. Yeah, I should go that, watch that now. See you later. <laughs> okay, that, <bye. laughs> that cause and effect. Though. Well, cause and effect is my favorite. But yeah, those those are really good. All right. Here's here's an idea that I have after watching all of these things here. Wait, so okay. I'm sorry. Were we talking about before we leave the visor? Mm-hmm. Before the, the his visor wasn't his visor instrumental in solving the problem for those uh, folks in um, the masterpiece mm-hmm. society. Masterpiece. Yep, yep, yep. It gave him the idea. Mm-hmm. I love that line. Basic something that if if he lived in their society, he wouldn't even been able to be born. Right. 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 Yeah. And but, his visor is the one that saved them. My and blindness. He was like, and he, and you know, he was asking. He was like, "Who do these people think they are to decide whether or not I have the right to live?" Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I love that. I, that was a good one to rewatch. You know, it's yeah. it's hokey. The cringy moments in there don't come from Jordy. No, you know, no, they come from that ridiculous well, love, that ridiculous quote unquote love story with Troy and that weird dude, Aaron. She has yeah, strange taste in men, that Troy. All her love stories are cringy. Oh, just the worst. No, I wasn't. I was gonna. There was one more visor thing I had. I had another okay. visor. Thing. As long as this with the visor and that. So. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. So I get, I'm connecting two together because you know I I have this whole thing about Jordy and the Romulans. You know, because the Romulans just be picking on Jordy, but <laughs> the enemy, the one where he's left on that planet. And oh yeah, with the, the other with the Romulan, yeah, that right. is good too. That that's I a good about one. That yeah. one. That, mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch that right. one later. Right, that really <laughs> they have to get it <laughs> together, good. and Jordy's visor kicks out, yeah. and then finally the Romulan is gonna help him, and he's the hands, and they figure the thing out, and they send the pulse or whatever the hell happens, right? Yeah. But I always thought that that was the reason why they kidnapped Jordy in the other one because oh. they had all that intel i agree mm-hmm. i agree i agree that I makes agree. sense that makes i definitely believe sense. that yeah they were like because how oh, else would they know how mm-hmm. else would they know because yeah. he gave them all tomalock got all the information he's like yep. you know yo this guy's got this visor that can do xyz they were like well let's kidnap him mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i was, it was in, like it was in there it was in that guy's report you gotta make yep. a report and they went yep. back and got jordy yep. after he helped them out Help them out. No good deed goes unpunished. It's the Romulan way. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He wouldn't be a Romulan if he didn't (laughs) get something out of it. (laughs) That's that's your issue. (laughs) Because you know, that's how they are. That's that's on you. (laughs) But that's what that's my that's what I put together after doing this little research. I was like, A equals B. Yep. Yeah. So that. Can we talk about my the ultimate elephant in the room? Am I going to say it? And I know you're all going to laugh at the one that I really love. Okay. Samaritan snare in the pack. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. All right. Let the silliness commence. 
You have to understand that the Sci-Fi Sisters <laughs> had a watch party one day, and we watched this show it, with a bunch of people. <laughs> it was just, we just, it was like, you know, Science Theater 3000, you know, <laughs> it just got crazy. So we love the Packlets. <laughs> we do. We really do. Yeah, <laughs> poor Jordy. They were messing with him. Forget the Romulans, the Packlands. How many times did they shoot him? <laughs> it's like about the smack him, stupid. <laughs> that has to be one of my favorite funny episodes. Poor Jordy again. You know, no good deed. He right. goes over there. He was like, "Oh yeah, Starfleet engineering. I'll get you." Arrogance, all stuff. arrogance, mm-hmm. and humor. Yep. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep. He went over there with his little case and they took him out. Make it go, we make things go. We find things. Oh my god, don't get me started. I still say I want to know if there are any female packlets. I want to know what they look like. I want to see they look just like them. The eyebrows. Although some people I see now look like they got those pack red eyebrows and eyelashes going. Ladies, please cut these eyelashes (laughs) back. Please, please. (laughs) Y'all look like pack reds. I have have young daughters who, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. But anyway, I had to get that one in because the Samaritan snare is definitely (laughs) one of my favorite ones. Although I thought that ending when they fooled him and the, the purple puff and all that, that didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I was like, no, not even the Packlets are going to get fooled by that. Come on, that, nothing, nothing in that episode makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it was just an episode. It was some fun. Yeah, we, right. we got to meet the Packlets. Exactly. <laughs> I, I want them to come. They've been in the, they, they were in they were, they were Lower Decks? Yes, they were. Oh, oh you haven't watched Lower Decks. Oh, Miss uh, Oh, I don't like cartoons. Oh, boy. You, oh, I'm not, I can't even go into it. Then. It's wow. not that I don't like cartoons. I just That's, have not watched it stop yet. Stop lying. You I really know. need to watch it because okay. the, the, I've watched the, some of them. Because the finale is absolutely excellent. I know. It and is, it's restarting again, everybody, on August 12th. That's right. And Lower Decks for the new season of yeah, lower decks. I love so, Don Lewis, and I, I mean, well, I need to watch this. You know, so. Sabrina, you have to catch yeah. up and finish season one before <sighs> you can start season two. Love. Okay, all right. I, I promise I will be up on my animated packlets. <laughs> but just I'm let call your inner, you. I'm let call your you inner child <laughs> out. Just let your inner yeah. child. It's out. actually very. It's actually. I, I actually think it's the best first season of any Star Trek show. I agree really? with you. It's yeah, it's Definitely. really I mean it fires on every cylinder on every level. Every show does what it's supposed to do. But yep. that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother podcast. All right. Put that on the list of podcasts that we need to do. When I finally <laughs> watch all of them. Although I changed my profile picture to an animated character from one of the Star Trek. I changed my profile picture to Bim today. Oh, so not I Bim. like him. Bim. I love them. I like animated. Bim is my favorite. Bim. Oh my god, I love Bim. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, I have a. I'm have coming a, back. I'm coming. I'm coming back to Jordy. Wait, wait, wait. Go I, ahead. Go ahead. Yes. What do you have to be? Because I'm I have a head scratcher. I have a head scratcher ep- Jordy episode. Okay. Um, and it's kind of a it's kind of a downer now. Oh, no, <laughs> I can't go from packlids to this one but um uh 
from Interface. Remember oh. where the aliens are oh. making like they're his mother? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. Jordy's like going off the rails trying to save his mother. Yeah. That's not the part that makes me, gives me the head scratcher. The part that makes me scratch my head is the fact that Jordy can't see that that's clearly not his mother. That this is like, I mean, you know, like it took, if it wasn't any other time, Jordy would be like, oh, that's an alien, Shorty. Yeah, because I can see, <laughs> you know? you're, not, you're not giving me the right frequencies You're not giving me the right information. You're not answering, you're being evasive with the questions, you know? And so I know it was supposed to be an exploration of grief, right? And, you know, and being so devastated, wanting to uh, hold on to any hope that, that could be, but it just felt like it was done in a really stupid way to me. Like Jordy's just not that dumb. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think, um, I think you're correct. I, cause I think it's, I don't like that episode either. I think it's, no. there's a lot, they could have done a better job with that episode, but I do and, think and with that, her death, um, please with her death. Well, of course, right. always. Uh, well, could we have met her before she died? Right, right, could, right. I mean, could be a she, captain. What, what, what do we always say? Captain. Dead. dead. She was dead. When we met her. Yeah, what happened to the, the black alien, woman who like, was the captain of the ship? She's dead. Dead. But I think they're trying to uh, show you grief and guilt um, also because he has a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think I mm-hmm. can get behind that. And the fact that it was alien. So you don't know what they had that they could uh, show him, you know, what he wanted to see. You don't know if I don't remember how it really went, if they could get in his mind and show him what he wanted to see. But there was a lot going on there, not just grief, but guilt also. So mm-hmm. it colored a lot of things. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't as he wasn't being the Jordy that we're used to. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I kind of get it. It's not my favorite episode. Like you said, I, I would love to see his mother uh, yeah. play yeah. that role because our actress is like fabulous. Oh. I love her voice. Well, you bring in yeah. Matt Sinclair Matt and you bring Sinclair. in Ben right. Marine and this right. is all right. you Come give on, me with that. Roots. Right. And, and this is the Roots reunion. Right. Like, you can't give me more. And we got like two scenes. Yeah. Oh, I was like so done with this episode. Again, <laughs> yeah. again, like, see, this is what happens when, you know, like, ugh. Ben Vereen. When you have people you who don't respect your culture trying to write stuff about you know it, it, i mean we we know that the main producers were just you know they were trying i mean uh i don't know they could have if tried. That, you, if, could, you know they yeah. were trying for what was that when did that come out late 80s early 90s yeah mm-hmm. they were trying for that that age that's what yeah. they were trying i mean for us now that's not trying but no. at, at that least time we got joe cisco finally Yes, right. right. But at that that point, I I would say they were trying because I remember them doing a lot of things like uh, bringing uh, the black navigator on the show. That was the first time. That was a, there was a lot of that going on. So there was, just like Discovery listens and does things, I, they were doing it also. But mm-hmm. it wasn't you know it was it was a um, a network show, and it, you could you had to wait till people send in mail and. Right. They did try, and I think for that time they they tried, and, and but yeah. you know they hit miss. I'm sure in ten years we're gonna look back at Discovery and go, they really they really thought that was enough, you know. Mm. So yeah, 
Well, we will see Ben at in Vegas. He will be there, so we can say hello to him. There, he's going to. I can't wait. I definitely. I am going. That when I saw that he was going to be there, I was very, very excited. I'm sorry, Ben Vereen is going to be in Vegas. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. Oh my word! Do a show. Yes. Oh my word! That's Mm going to be amazing. Yep. Yep. I hope he and uh, Mr. LaForge will be there. Yes, I hope he and Lavar do. a photo so, together yeah i hope they do photo op together or something because i would love that yeah i can't wait for that i love it yep. love it but anyway to Madge and claire miss you rest in peace ben yes. Green, we will see you in vegas the whole the forge family oh i love it love it so okay so i want to wrap up with a few other shows um just a couple more things that i one of my other favorites hmm? <laughs> was waiting <laughs> i want to know what this conversation is gonna be like because <laughs> i was skipping over that one <laughs> no 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 actually that was my other cringy moment i forgot i forgot to, to mention that was oh, one of my we need an old so, yeah let's go ahead yeah i know right <laughs> go ahead go ahead talk about nope, nope i brought it up that's it yeah that's no it. you I'm just done. go it's yours no you go ahead you said it say it you said it Cringy moments, the whole episode. The whole episode. It was one big cringy moment. There's nothing in that episode that makes anything, I mean, oh. (laughs) Okay, we're done The one sister, the one sister that has the whole episode. (laughs) Named named after her. Yeah, right. Okay, so for years, I didn't even know the episode was named Aquiel until (laughs) Netflix. And I was like, it's called Aquiel? Really? So I watched it again going, yeah, no. (laughs) Still, (laughs) no. Nope, 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 nope. It's it's just not right. The problem with the sister. Sister can't, you know, she can't be on time. She can't do stuff right. I'm like, stop. I mean, they they go in on her. My God. And so Jordy's whole big thing in this is that he's defending her to all these other people that are coming down on her. That's this whole doing. episode. I'm like, I get this at work. I don't need to have this. <laughs> I need to come home and see this. <laughs> no, I don't get that at work. But I, it, okay, my cringy moment was, you know, Jordy and Aquiel with the alien sex toy. That was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yep, we're putting the E on this one again. Yeah. What in the world? Yeah. Fully clothed on her bed. Right. I and, like, and of course, Riker walks in. <laughs> like, he can smell it. He's like, oh, somebody's getting some. Always. <laughs> he was down hey! there. Hey! <laughs> is it time for games? <laughs> like, Ooh. Riker, Will, get out. Get Keep it in out. your pants, brother, and get out. <laughs> I mean, cringy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in in jail. See, I wasn't even gonna, I wasn't even going to talk about murder it. suspect. <laughs> Just wow, everything. Oh my god! All right, so the only show we haven't mentioned that I have in my notes is the next phase. Are we done with Aquiel? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> the next phase where my other, um, I'm not sure how I feel about her, but it's, I don't know. She's kind of. Ro? Ro Laren. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. And I love that actress. I love I that actress. Too. I mean, and it's not, it's not, I like Ro. I, yeah, you like. Mostly. Mm. 
Yeah. I mean, okay. you know, I, I wish that we had had more time with her character. I think we've had a, we had a lot to, of time with her. Character. Yeah, they they were like loving her. Yeah, we had, a, did, we had we had a lot of time. With her. I don't feel like we had that much. I don't feel like we had. Oh, I don't rascals. feel like she got to grow as much. But you know, I don't know. I like the idea of her, and I I did like the way they ended her arc. I thought that was one of the big feels I ever had when she betrayed Picard. I was yeah. just like, that's the only. I think that's the only episode wow. I liked with her. I thought it was, I liked, I, wow. I just liked that episode that it did not end with everything all right. Yeah. 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 I, I really enjoyed that episode. And that's the. And that hurt him. Uh, that hurt I him. I mean. Yeah. But I didn't have any problems with yeah. Ro. Like I mean, she had too much of a chip on her shoulder for a little bit, but you know. Yeah. But she was, it, and was, this it, was, an... it was a lot. I mean, it was, it was just a, but that's, but that's how, that's who the Bajorans became to be so mm-hmm. you know i appreciate that that that's how we got to learn about the Bajorans. It's like the template for kira right right exactly. well she was supposed to be kira wasn't mm-hmm. she yeah mm-hmm. she was. i thought so i thought so but then you know, yeah no. i think i'm pretty <laughs> no, sure they, that's they what had it, yeah. that's they had said that, that originally that was going to be kira that was and the he, setup. he is jordy again making friends with the you know the difficult crew person you know he's he's like <laughs> defending row and i thought it was interesting that you know Jordy was the one that was sure that they were going to get out of this and Rose was just ready to die. Mm-hmm. She, she was just, no, I'm in Bajoran heaven or hell, wherever it's supposed to be. The we're prophets. done. It's over. And Jordy's like, come on, girl. Let's, let's. I did right. like that episode, though. I, I enjoyed I like that episode. Story. I enjoyed that episode. I was watching that earlier, too. It's a good that story. Was, it's, yeah. a fun, it's, a, it's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, because story, everything like is okay in the end. Yeah, and I love that they <laughs> yeah. were talking about how much they all love Jordy. I love the um, the wake. The wake is one of my yeah. favorite scenes. It's beautiful. Yeah. 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 I like so, a lot. And I like That's how awesome. I like I love how Jordy was just like, you know what? No, we're gonna figure figure this out. I'm gonna figure this out. Even if you're not gonna, fit, <laughs> right. I'm gonna find us a way home. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not dead. <laughs> right. No, right. Like, not yeah. Jordy. I'm not dead. No, no. <laughs> not today. It's not right. happening here. I'm I'm a Starfleet engineer. I could do anything. Right, right, right. These Romulans are not going to do it this time. That's right. <laughs> messing with Jordy. I mean, That's oh it. my God, here they come again. It's like <laughs> Jordy and the Romulans. Yeah, he has a bit. He has a problem with them in the books too. Goddamn. Oh. Well, according to the according to the memory Alpha, he grew up on the border of. Romulan space or something like that. So he had, they a, had a really oh. nomadic. That was part of his um, childhood was when yeah. he was with his mom because his mom right. was working on an outpost out there. Okay. His dad was working someplace else. He was really nomadic. Did you know that apparently Jordy was born in Mogadishu, yes. Somalia? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that. that. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. So I yeah, he wasn't he that. wasn't American. He was African, um, mm-hmm. Ethiopian, right? He was Kenta. Somalian. Somalian. I'm sorry. Kenta. He was Kenta. <laughs> Kuta Kete was from the West West Africa, but still. <laughs> and in real life, you know, he was born in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. Know that. So he is a global person. So that is my stuff that I have. Okay, what else did I want to? So was there any? We talked about plots that we wish we would revisit. Anything that you wanted the writers to handle differently? Did you want less geek, more? girlfriends with anything well, i yeah, personally I mean, wish he had been more of a captain you know more of a command officer hmm. 
I don't, a little bit more. I, I don't, I don't need, I don't know. I mean, I, I see that, you know, I see where you're coming from with that, but I didn't need him to be more of a command officer at that moment. I would have liked to have seen him be able to do command things every once in a while. A That's what I mean. I okay. wish he had done right. more. Like Scotty. A little bit like, more, you like, know, but not, I don't need, really need it because he was like doing his thing so hardcore right. in mm-hmm. engineering, you know, right. I wish that they could have, um, written him as a uh, with a more a healthier and more normal type of love interest and capacity you know Mm -hmm. like I mean like the fact that they always wrote him so awkward and you know and unlucky in love and you know I just really couldn't get with that like you know he he didn't get the joys of being able to be in a healthy relationship that a lot of other characters got yeah you know who? like who <laughs> who what that ship is in a healthy well, relationship the, uh, he, he should have been able to be in a healthy relationship i mean deanna and will there, were in man. a healthy relationship for a while and then their friendship was very healthy after their relationship you know and then <laughs> you just proved my point by what you just said <laughs> well and then she had wharf you know Morph was healthy. <laughs> that was healthy. They were healthy together. Right. I mean that. I mean healthy. The only relationship. healthy relationship on they that were ship in a they were in a true partnership. Those relationships. <laughs> <laughs> they were in partnerships that were more equal, and they were happy. I mean, he wasn't. If they weren't like holograms, he that data. he was gonna like. Ugh, ew. I'd say Jordy deserved a relationship. Yeah, but I mean, think about you know, it. He's every an time we saw him, every so what? That's such a stereotype. No, no, I don't. I don't mean his. I mean, he's an engineer who is really he's married to his job, just like Picard, just like everybody All else. All of them on were married ship. to their right. jobs, and neither, none of them had a healthy relationship. That's not true. They <laughs> okay. did. They did. Deanna, just because Riker and Troy didn't last that first time doesn't mean that their relationship wasn't healthy. And I, just I because they she didn't last with, with Worf doesn't mean that it wasn't healthy. Both of those relationships were healthy and normal relationships. They just decided not to work at that time. They just didn't work at that time. Jordy never had that. The, every time they showed Jordy in a capacity or a moment to be uh, in a healthy relationship, it was it was turned warped or stupid or cringy, you know. And I didn't like that. Like I would love to see a black man portrayed in a healthy relationship. Yeah, I think the only health he only had one, right? Uh, was was there one? Any. He didn't yeah. have any. And no, that's the my one, point. The one with John Doe. Um, when she when he had to go down to the uh, when he had to go down to the. John Doe crashed. Remember John Doe? I can't remember the name of that one. You're talking about Jordy? Jordy had to go down to the, he went down with Dr. Crusher to the uh, planet. And she had to hook his brain up to the, uh, to the John Doe's brain or something. Oh, the guy that was, and then he transcended into something. Yeah, transfiguration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, he had a healthy relationship in that one. Finally, it was bad in the beginning. Jordy? Who was yes. he having a relationship with? Christy. Oh, the girl Christy on the talks? beach. Yes, because by time he got that uh, transfusion, it made. Oh him yeah, more, he was kind of remember, and he second. and it turned out to be a good relationship, and 
for five minutes. Well, it was the rest of the, at least the rest of the episode. I got it. I gotta She's go like back and Polly watch that episode because yeah, I, I don't it was bad in the beginning because Worf, remember, he, he, Worf goes, "I've been tutoring him." I've been tutoring him, and he walked off and went off with. I think her name was Christy something. Christy. I, I gotta I watch that one again because I don't remember that at all. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, 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 he got he got like a little uh, juice from the transfiguration yeah. guy, and yeah, because he, 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 he became yeah. uh, more right. confident. Because Worf was giving him advice at ten forward in the beginning. <laughs> okay, it's vaguely yeah. starting to come Worf back. Worf was yes. giving him love advice. He oh. was. He was that's telling him. Hilarious. Yeah, it was terrible. It was really bad. But yeah, he uh, did have one. He I, that's the only one I remember. So yeah, we're, and he had he needed alien juice to get it done. Right. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I think we've. Um, Given Mr. LaForge all the love we can muster, or do you think we have anything else that we want to say about the wonderful, the wonderful wacky Jody LaForge? I just, I just think I'm, I'm so grateful that he was on this show um, because he had all of the lines, you know, I mean, every techno babble line there was, he had to say, Oh boy. And um, he just, I mean, he, of all the things we talked about, the cringe and not being Kunta Kinte, but in the long run, um, he was, you know, he was great. It was great on that show. And it was, the show was made better because he's, because he was on it. I mean, um, we look back and we just love everything he did. He made a lot of kids want to be engineers. A lot of black kids wanted to be engineers and, you know, a lot of black kids want to, wanted to read all kids in America or around the world want to read because of this man. So mm-hmm. um, we love him and I'm yeah. so happy Honey loves for him. him. She really does. Honey loves him. <laughs> Honey, tell us how much you love Jordy. So we really, I, I just, I'm glad we did this because I uh, really can't wait to see him on Jeopardy. Cause I think that would be, his, that's going to be his calling. So I think so too. Like, and if he doesn't get the permanent slot Jeopardy, we're coming for you. Well, you know, if he doesn't get the permanent slot of Jeopardy, he's just going to keep on directing episodes because I, we didn't even touch on the episodes he's directed. But just to finish this well, off. That, that can be a separate a show when we one. get to hey. do LeVar Burton. I mean, right yeah. now we've just been talking about Jordy, you know, but LeVar Burton himself. Shows. Yes, he does need another show. I'm good show. with that. He needs another yeah. show. LeVar, the yeah. LeVar show. So we could do yes. it after we okay, come back yeah, from Okay, yeah, there were 29 uh, episodes of Star Trek <laughs> that man directed, so we can do it. Yes. Yeah. And they were good ones too. Good. Every they single were, they one. Were, every yeah. single one. Just like with Jonathan Frakes, they were all good. Yeah. 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 So I, we love us some Jordy. <clears throat> okay. Ooh, he did. He did some Enterprise too. So yeah, good. Yep. He did. <laughs> he, did he did. He did. Yeah. Enterprise. He did Voyager. D Space Nine. Got them all. Yeah. The only one he didn't do was the one he was. A baby. <laughs> he wasn't born yet. Um, so um, anyway, so I think that takes us to the end of our journey of the career of Jordy LaForge. We love him and LeVar Burton, and we wish him the best. We hope for sure that he gets it. Uh, his Jeopardy dream job. I think it's going to be an amazing. I swear I will watch Jeopardy. I will tape that mess. He's, if he's the co-host, I will be taping that. I can, no I can just imagine him. I, I, I mean, it would just be, ooh, that's ooh, so rich. Oh, my God. I just want this to happen. So remember, everyone, 
LeVar Burton, host of Jeopardy! the last week of July. We want to break the internet talking about it. We will be posting about it on Sci-Fi Sisters. And Yvette, do you want to take us to where everyone can find the Sci-Fi Sisters? Yes, you can find us at SciFiSisters.com. That's S-Y-F-Y-S-I-S-T-A-S dot com. Join us on The Mothership. That's M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P. And the Sci-Fi Sisters Book Club, both on Facebook. On Instagram, Sci-Fi Sisters dot... I'm sorry, let's do that again. On Instagram, Sci-Fi Sisters... I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) On Instagram, Sci-Fi dot Sisters. And we're also on the Twitter at Sci-Fi Sisters. All right, everyone. And that's our show for tonight. Thank you for listening. And we will be seeing you at AwesomeCon Vegas. And please listen to us on the Women at War panel of Edict, whatever that called. The Edict <laughs> Podcast Festival. The Women Edict at War Podcast, Edict Podcast Festival. Festival. And I just wanted to put in a, a real quick shout out um, to Trek Geeks and let everybody know that you can get the Trek Geeks app on your iPhone or your Android phone. And there you can find exclusive content that you cannot find on the website uh, from all the Trek Geeks shows. And that includes the flagship show, the Trek Geeks podcast. We also have Deep Space Pride, Five Year Mission, Discovering Trek, uh, Infinite Trek, Polytrex, Rewind, Trek Rewind, uh, The Divine Treasury, Game Night, and Picard Live, and as well as us. So you can find our shows and uh, exclusive content on the Trek Geeks app. Okay. And that's the show for this week. Make sure you come back in another two weeks when we have another great show for you. Bye. Peace, love, and hair grease. Bye.